Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 387, and we're going to pick back up on the Poshmark miniseries. Uh, I've done a whole series on writers, and earlier in the year, I, I provided some episodes on updates, but I'm super excited because I am actually interviewing a guest who is a fellow posher and really excited to hear her story. And uh, I'd like to introduce uh, all of you to Ashley Waters Gordon. How are you today, Ashley? Hi, doing really well. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Really great, great to have you. Uh, Ashley, uh, I just want to set the background like you and I connected because back in February, uh, I did the, uh, the Poshmark um, presentation for Hopkins. Uh, the Alumni Association. And actually, you were one of the attendees. You were actually a Hopkins alum, yep, which was really right. cool. Yeah. And I, I reached out to the Alumni Association because I think I missed the exact air date and I got a recording later. Oh, okay. And I had told them briefly some of my story and the alumni representative said, you have to share this with John. I think he'd be really interested in what you have to say. Oh, that's so cool. Well, it's funny because I just recently re reached out to the Hopkins Alumni Association to let them know that that you and I had connected because you know you're a fellow Hopkins alum, but you're also a Poshmark seller. So they were really excited to hear that feedback. Oh, so, good. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah it was great. No, it's 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 awesome. It's just it, I was blown away by your story and. Um, and I'm excited for you to share that on today's episode. So let's start out with the basics. Ashley, just share a little bit about who you are, what you do, and where you're located. Okay. So um, I, am, uh, I am a Poshmark seller, um, most relevant to this podcast. Um, I'm a mother of six kids, and I am a third-year medical student. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I wear a lot of hats these days, and I'm located in Atlanta, Georgia, um, but I grew up in the Washington, D.C. area. And what was your Hopkins affiliation? Uh, which school did you attend? So I went to the School of Arts and Sciences as an undergrad. Um, and I finished, I graduated in 2001. Um, and even as an undergrad, I was really tapped into the alumni resources. Okay. Um, and loved that and always wanted it to grow. And I saw it blossom during mm. COVID. They yes. really invested a lot of resources in upping their offerings to alumni, um, which I have just loved. It's been such a growth opportunity for me. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's it's funny. I've talked about this on the podcast that um, of all the schools that I've attended, you know, from undergrad to law school, uh, Hopkins, which I went to the business school, is probably the one I've been most proactive with in terms of alumni activities. And it's over the last, like you, over the last couple of years uh, during the pandemic, uh, they started offering a lot of um, online seminars and lectures and networking events. And I got really plugged into that. And, and uh, I really wanted to, um, you know, give something back. And I thought it'd be kind of a cool platform to talk a little bit about the work that I'm doing with Poshmark. So, and it's just really cool. I never anticipated that I would connect with not only a fellow alum, but one that is so active on Poshmark. So it's wow. really cool. So That's yeah, cool. absolutely. And you That's and I have uh, yeah, connected and we've traded some messages and talked things Poshmark. So I want to yeah. share a little bit of that with um, my listeners because uh, the Poshmark episodes tend to be among some of the most listened to. Uh, you know, I think people are really curious about it. 
Uh, I know a couple of Poshmark sellers who, who are, uh, you know, followers of that series. Let's start out with the basics. What is the name of your Poshmark store? And uh, how long have you been on the platform? Um, Kensington Crew is my Poshmark shop. And I've been on the, on the platform about four or five years. Um, just on that, I started it just after my fifth child was born. Wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> First of all, I, I, I've been curious because I love the name Kensington Crew. It actually sounds like a major brand and it's, it's oh. very catchy. It's memorable. Where'd you come up with the name? Oh gosh, that's so cool. Um, well, you know, it, I think like a lot of brands, it evolved. Um, and we, one of our kids was born in London. Oh, okay. Um, so you know, we used to spend a lot of time in Kensington neighborhood in London. Um, we were we were living in Bristol, England at the time, and we would drive in. Um, this is a funny thing, but we would drive in to get the really good peanut butter at the Whole Foods in Kensington. Okay, yeah. So, anyways, a whole different story, but we'd start, we'd putter around there. So I had this um, connection, and we would go and feed the ducks in the pond in Kensington, um, near Kensington Palace. Um, and so I had all this very emotional connection to that Kensington area. It was a great time of life for me. Um, and then crew, because, um, you know, I grew up in DC, there were all these rowing teams, always rowing mm -hmm. crew on the Potomac River. And now my kids are, my young, my oldest kids are now rowing crew. Oh, wow. I think for me, it represented like a cool sport, but also yeah. it represented our family, which is truly a crew. <laughs> we could field a, our own rowing team. And, so. and uh, we're going to have your, your Instagram accounts uh, linked in the write-up, but uh, your, your Poshmark specific one, I see that Poshmark seems like it's a family activity that everyone kind of pitches yeah. in and gets involved. So it's kind of it cool. Does. And it, it is. No, but I'm my my compliments to you because the name of the the store and it's something I've talked about on the series is that focus on your branding and I think that is such a cool brand. Okay. And now you've shared a really incredible story. I mean, it just makes it all that more memorable. So I love I love the that you've shared that with uh, our listeners today. Kensington Crew, it just you know, like I said, it really sticks out. So oh, Ashley, I would love to know the story of what got you into Poshmark, what inspired you to start it? I, first of all, I'd love to know how you heard about the platform. Um, okay, how I heard about it was I had never heard of it before. I was, uh, like I said, right after I had my fifth child, um, I in the Buckhead Goodwill one night because I've always loved thrift and really fell in love with them again when we were living in England because um, they have great charity shops. But let me get back to exactly how I heard about the platform. I was puttering around the Buckhead Goodwill and I saw a mother uh, had a cart full of gorgeous clothing. Um, and I said, oh, those are, those are some great outfits. And I could tell she was really thinking and coordinating things. And she said, oh, I do Poshmark. And, and I said, I have no idea what this is. And she, <laughs> she explained to me and I started it and started posting just things, knickknacks and things that I would pick up from Goodwill. Oh, that's awesome. I, that, what a cool story. Everyone has a unique Poshmark story and uh, it's a huge, huge go-to for people who love to thrift. So I, I, I love that it, it ties into that, uh, into that story. And that's really funny. I mean, I, I've actually seen that once or twice 
taking packages to the post office. Sometimes I'll see someone there with a huge sack <laughs> and they've yeah. got all these different items they're shipping out. And you can sometimes recognize a, a fellow uh, posher, uh, you know, at, yeah. at random places like that. So really cool. All the time at our local, um, uh, our local office, they've got a bin for the posh markers because there's it's so active. Oh wow! I, I think I love that most because I really feel a sense of community that I'm yeah. not alone doing this. That there are other great people like yourself, like people in my community that are poshing as well. Well, you're the first that I've ever heard of a, a local post office that actually has set up a, a, an actual location for Poshmark. I think that's really cool. The, the closest I've had an experience like that is, um, uh, so I, I go to two different branches. They're fairly close to one another. It really depends on location and convenience at the time. But one of the locations, uh, I, I would, you know, one of the the people working at the post office would start recognizing me. And she said, I think you're a Poshmark seller. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So she started asking me questions about it. So it's something that I think, uh, especially if you're a regular seller, you start to build that familiarity and you start to connect with different people. But that's so cool. I never knew that there was a post office that actually had a designated section for Poshmark sellers. And this is new. They used to make us drive around the back because they were getting such a high volume. Okay. They, we would drive around the back of the post office and actually take our packages to the loading dock. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so, so this is a new adaptation that, that the post office is, you know, working because this is such a high volume business. For yeah. Them wow. That's really cool. It's, it's really it neat to hear that, that evolution. So, I mean, Ashley, I mean, I, you know, it, it sounds like you had um, a, a spark to try that out and how did it go in the beginning? You know, what, what were, can you share a little bit of what your experience was like, what the learning curve uh, was like for you? What yeah. were some of the, the early things that you, you liked about it? Some of the things that you had to learn uh, and uh, how did you get traction? Oh, good question. Um, I think I had some early successes selling a few things. Um, so that kind of gave, you know, that's that little yeah. spark that you're like, Ooh, I could do this. Let me ask you when you got that first sale notification, I don't think anyone ever forgets. What did that feel like? Oh my gosh. It's like the biggest rush. I was like, woo, woo. it's like, you know, it's like winning a race in track and field yeah. or something, you know, you're just like that same you know, do you pop. remember what the first item you sold was for us? It was a pair of blue jeans. I, I would love to know if, if you remember what the first item you sold from your, your closet was. It might've been a tennis skirt. I used okay. to have, I used to sell a lot of tennis skirts here <laughs> in the South, I guess that's, you know, and, and it was amazing because I could get those on the cheap at Goodwill, um, for very little. Yeah. And I had great margins on, on tennis skirts. So I think it probably was a tennis skirt. Okay. <laughs> awesome. I love it. So you had some early success and then, uh, so talk about what you did from there. Um, and then I started, I, I started doing some research about how the algorithm works, how Poshmark, um, you know, the, their whole ethos with community and connecting people. Um, and it just felt, I, I think I had the assistance of the woman that I met in Goodwill and she kind of said, you know, you want to connect with other people, you know, give feedback on their closets, mm -hmm. they'll give feedback on yours. Um, so it just felt like 
positive growth environment where we were all lighting each other's candles. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a great really analogy. Trying to illuminate each other's products and you know, there were posh markers buying from each other. And um, that just really, that really connected with me and my, my kind of approach to life. Um, so sorry, getting back to your question. No, it's great. I love, first of all, I love that analogy because it similarly, that's, that's something I didn't have the benefit of someone guiding me through it. I had to kind of figure it out, you yeah. know, just uh, trial and error. But absolutely, you're hitting on one of the big touchstone uh, points that I've talked about is that you got to be proactive with it. It's not just, you know, list it and leave it. You've yeah. got to interact with the community. And it sounds like uh, that's something you did early on. Yeah. And I um, actually would have my children while we were running errands around town or going to their activities. It was a very simple thing that even kids can like or follow other people. Okay. Yeah. Thoughts. So I was having them follow other posh markers and then i was having them share my closet frequently oh that's great um, and you know I'll, I'll, i pay them a little bit because <laughs> it's a family business um i love that you're delegating that <laughs> and i thought hopefully i'm also equipping them with some skills for yeah. ways that they can make money later on in life and you'll you you probably notice my daughter posts some items um, some of her old jewelry or clothes and things. Yeah, I noticed that your your closet, you've got a, a wide variety of items and it's it's really cool. So Ashley, one of the things that I've talked about and I could talk about this till I'm blue in the face is yeah. that um, you can do a Poshmark business as a side business. No matter how busy you are, you can find the time to do it. Even if it's just a couple of minutes a day, uh, an hour a week, it's one thing for me to say it, but one of the reasons why I'm so excited that you're on this episode is that you very much embody that. I mean, six kids, you're a third year med student. Uh, so here's the million, million dollar question. How do you balance everything that you do, including yeah. a Poshmark business? Well, I, uh, I think I'm a big believer in if it would take you 30 seconds to do it, do it now. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, obviously I have to have firm boundaries around my time, my study time, you know, my kids activities, they still have to, I still do a lot of the driving for their activities, um, even with med school going on. Um, so uh, one, I try and do a lot of planning in advance. Two, I try and execute that if it would take me 30 seconds now. Um, and the other thing is I really try to utilize uh, you know, I, I think it's good to have downtime and rest our brains, but um, I try and utilize those downtime where it's not the most fruitful, you know, I try and convert that into something that's more fruitful. So a great, a big example for me mm -hmm. um, is that I developed terrible insomnia with my pregnancies. It's a, a normal hormone shift during pregnancy. So from two to 4 a.m., I was up every night and I thought, well, instead of, instead of watching all stars of poker, I think I'd rather, you know, do shares and connect with people on Poshmark. And luckily Poshmark is one of those, you know, 24 hour things. Yeah. It's always available. So for me, I could make that time where I would normally be like, oh, <laughs> into something really great, a money making enterprise. So, um, 
you know, That's little awesome. things like that. Thanks. I mean, again, you, you are sharing. I, I love it. Just even either whether you have 30 seconds or maybe two hours of insomnia, find those pockets of time, make it work. Yeah. Uh, and, and it sounds like you have been able to do that extremely well. I'd love to ask, I mean, on that same vein, juggling so much, uh, what what would you say was your has been your biggest challenge in managing Poshmark in addition to everything you do? And how do you overcome that? Or how are you working at that? Um, good question. Um, I think I'm still learning. I'm not the most business savvy person. Um, I don't have a tremendous background in finance. Um or the, you know, the accounting part of it. So I'm having to learn things like, you know, how to manage the books on this, mm -hmm. how to track items um, from a financial standpoint. I, you know, I ask you a lot of the time about the pricing, um, but how I overcome that is by, I, I think, I like to believe I'm a voracious learner, so I think that, you know, whether it's reading articles or podcasts on Poshmark or um, going back to the company website and digging into, you know, what they believe and where they see the company going, um, I'm always trying to kind of tweak my approach to, to make more sales. Um, and I'm, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. And I enjoy that learning process. I, a couple of things that you've shared, which I, I really love, and I want to emphasize for our listeners, number one, uh, this is a business. And I love the fact that you look at it as a business. I mean, it started out as an experiment after had that, uh, ha uh, that chance meeting at Goodwill. But now as your business is growing, you're getting more into the responsibilities of a business, looking at the finance, the accounting, because that, you know, inevitably the more time you invest in it, the more sales you're going to generate. And so then you need to start looking at things like that. You know, how do you, how do you view your inventory and, you know, the, the finance and accounting. And I love what you've shared that you go back to the resources that are out there. There's so many resources, blogs, podcasts, videos. Um, and that's one of the things that, you know, I try to share is just things that we've learned. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I do a podcast series on Poshmark so that, you know, we can, we can share some of these best practices. Uh, the other thing that I, I love is the learner mindset, because this is a platform that continues to evolve. I mean, just oh, yeah. since we've been on it and since you've been on it, I mean, I, I see changes every, almost like every month or every couple of months, they seem to be adding all of these new features. So it's constantly evolving. And, and I love the fact that you have that learner's mindset. So a couple of big takeaways. Number one, just be proactive. And I've talked about this on other episodes, you know, don't just list it and leave it. You've got to spend some time being active and following and sharing and things like that. But number two, uh, be open to learning about the new features and and, you know, every couple of uh, months, I like to do an update where I share what are the new features on Poshmark because they're always coming out with something new. So those, I think, are some great uh, takeaways. Well, Ashley, as someone who's been selling on Poshmark for a while, and as someone who does a lot of different things, you know, you wear a lot of hats, uh, what tips or best practices do you have for someone who wants to get started on Poshmark? Um, I think find, uh, find a couple people that you can, you know, bounce questions off of and grow together with them. Um, and, ooh, ooh, I don't know. 
That's a good question. <laughs> well, I, I think from your story, uh, come up with a with a cool name, spend some time. And I, again, at Kensington Crew, it was one of the first things that stood out about your Poshmark store is that it's a very memorable name. And it's a small thing, you know, but I, I find that the more you put a little bit of time into that, the more you're going to stand out. People are going to recognize your store. So that makes a difference. I think the branding, uh, it, you know, we'll have a link to your store, but, uh, you know, just having some nice photos. For us, you know, it's branded very much in line with running a business, a brick and mortar business. I love that your Poshmark store, it's very warm. It's very personable. You know, you, you get a little sense of who Ashley is. So I Aww, think you've done you. a great job with all of those things. Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think if you can find, uh, connect with people yeah, and find a resource I, th I think it's great that you you just ask questions for someone from someone you met at uh, at Goodwill who who you know had the, a bunch of stuff. What exactly are you doing? And you know you might see someone at a post office with a sack <laughs> of like stuff, and and that's a great way to start up a conversation. I think that's those are really cool uh, tips that you've shared. Thank and, you. Uh, and the last thing I was going to say on Instagram, my posh or my Kensington Crew Instagram account is connected with a lot of other posh markers. So I always, I try and remember to hashtag Poshmark sellers. Okay. And, and then I learned so much from what these um, other poshers are posting on Instagram. So it's just, people are always coming up with creative new ways to sell their Poshmark items, how to connect social media back to their, to generate sales on Poshmark. Um, and again, I think, I think Poshmark as a company has done a fabulous job of listening to their sellers. And it's just this like evolution, this beautiful growth between the company and the sellers. Absolutely. And um, again, that, that's something that I think you do really well is that you have a separate Instagram account for your Poshmark. So it's something that we actually haven't done yet. You know, we're just trying to navigate um, so many different things, but I love that tip. If you're on Instagram and you're active on it, you know, utilize that skill, utilize your social media channels, uh, to tie it back to your store. Speaking of which, just, uh, one more time. And, and I want to make sure that our listeners hear this, where can our listeners find your Poshmark store? What, what remind our listeners of the name, where can they find you on social media where your Poshmark store? So Poshmark store is at Kensington crew. Um, and then same Instagram is at Kensington crew. And then I have a personal Instagram that's more oriented towards my family and the medicine side of me. Um, so, you know, hopefully residency programs will look at me and say, Oh, this is someone we want to be in our program. So that is Ashley waters Gordon. And we're going to have all of that linked in the write-up at bemovingforward.com. And as a reminder, listeners, uh, you know, the, I'm doing more interviews this year and all of the guests have been gracious about, uh, you know, having videos and options. So the videos are posted on Wednesdays, the podcasts and the write-ups are, are released on Thursdays. So the write-up at bemovingforward.com, the podcast is syndicated across almost every major podcast platform. Ashley, I want to thank you, well you so much for taking time out of your incredibly busy schedule to share a little bit of your story and some great tips on getting started on Poshmark. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you for all your help along the way. This has been an amazing Absolutely. connection. Absolutely.
And again, I'm going to recommend our listeners to follow Ashley's uh, Poshmark store, especially on, on the platform, but on Instagram, connect with her, see what she's doing. Because I mean, visually, as well as um, some of her stories, you can see some great tips that uh, for, for really maximizing your time on the platform. Great. And any of you out there, I'd love to connect with you too. So join me. Awesome. You can find the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. The views expressed by any featured guests are not necessarily those of the host, the program, or affiliates. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and bemovingforward.com. All rights reserved.